This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hour number two of BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM coming in hot. Still to come. Let's be sharper about motivation for week 18. And we'll talk about the latest line movements and how we may want to bet on it. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And joining us now is a fan favorite among us and uh, many others who uh, listen to the show. It is Dan Aspen, brother of Paul, our glorious producer and fearless leader. And why have we brought him on? Because uh, Paul and Joe, uh, well, Joe Moore, uh, put on a Chicago NFL Pick'em contest. Paul is a part of the festivities, but it is Dan, Dan Aspen, with a half a point lead over the rest of the field heading into the final week. And before we get into, say, process and the contest in general and things like that, we were talking during the break about uh, fun childhood stories you guys have because you're a long-suffering Dolphins fan, and I'm someone who grew up in Louisiana and then spent a ton of time in Dallas, so I suppose I have an affinity for the Dallas Cowboys, but it turns out, Paul, Mr. Philadelphia, Mr. Eagles recovering (laughs) fan or whatever, maybe he He's a little bit more of a Cowboys fan than he originally told us. Yeah, we had some uh, interesting uh, allegiances as kids. The difference is, is I stuck with mine, uh, much to my chagrin, and he ended up hopping off the train once America's team kind of took a bit of a dive there. (laughs) But um, my Dolphins (laughs) fandom was, you know, Dan Marino, my name's Dan. I got the starter jacket for Christmas that same Christmas. Paul always liking the Cowboys. They're on national TV every weekend. He gets the Cowboys starter jacket. At some point, Paul realized the Cowboys starter jacket's not going to play with the kids at school. <laughs> so he got, he got that out of the mix, out of the rotation. And uh, I don't think he ever got an Eagles one, to be fair to him. But uh, he, certainly, mm. he certainly changed his allegiance there. I think high school is fair to say that's when that happened. And I just kept uh, – wow kept rooting for the Dolphins. I think I got my starter jacket the year they won their last playoff game, which was the year 2000. So it's been a long time since they've won a playoff game. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, that that makes sense. Paul, were you thrown into dumpster or something? Did, was there? No, let me, let me just like, <laughs> there's a little context to this. So you will notice neither of us grew up Eagles fans. So we were transplants right. from the, like our parents are from the Chicago area. The oh, Eagles yeah. were like, they're pretty bad at that time. I've got no Philly ties through my family and they're blacked out a lot of the time. You know, who's always on the Cowboys. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I leaned into it and also may have been the start of a certain career, but like I could bet Jack Corcoran five bucks uh, twice a season and get some lunch mm-hmm. money. Cause he would just, he would just take the Eagles money line at the time. So I was like, all right. You know, um, but yeah, at a certain point. So here's here's a discrepancy. I do not remember getting a Cowboys starter jacket. I had an Aikman jersey. I definitely had a wow. Notre Dame starter jacket. Like I will believe Dan, 
But like, I don't remember specifically having the Cowboys starter jacket. That being said, yes, I was a Cowboys. Oh come fan. on, dude! What? You got him the same Christmas. I I, I believe you. Maybe I so. put it. By the out way, of, I, just I definitely had the a graphics. Is Dan Aspen best better in the Aspen family? I just shout out whoever put that up. That's electric. And Jones' favorite. <laughs> so yeah. And Jones' favorite. He's the youngest. Yeah, of course. So oh, and anyway, you vetoed cop- turkey or something. Well, I remember <laughs> No, he brought it back. He brought, oh, he it, brought back. it back. He brought it back. That's good. Yeah, good. Okay. yeah, yeah. I knew I liked out on, So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Maria's out on turkey. Okay. All right. What's Well, I kind of get that because even me, who I hate hockey, but I had a shark starter jacket. I mean, you go with the cool colors. Like the dolphins, I assume it was an aqua, oh, yeah. like a lot of the gear that you no, had. It was actually I, I black. Had a, you had a black one? Yeah, man. With the logo, but the logo look cool with the those. orange and stuff. That's actually really slick. <laughs> yes, no doubt. All but right, but my favorite it was sharp too. I love the sharks. Real quick, I did too. Dan painted his walls aqua and orange at a certain point. Yeah, um, I don't know how you could sleep in that room. It was so <laughs> bright. But yeah, sophomore yeah. year of high school, so he's, he's all in. Yeah, he's been diehard. It's purple now. Joan, let that happen. <laughs> yeah she wasn't uh she was i didn't tell them actually that was consult. uh that was that was a big thing uh i had two of my friends come over after school and our parents were both teachers so they were still working and uh i think i had a half day or something sophomore year of high school and we just uh we just painted my head of my, one of my friends worked at mab paints so we just got a bucket of aqua and a bucket of orange and took us about an hour and a half needless to say it wasn't uh wasn't professionally done by any means, which might have been a, a, an issue as well. But all right, Dan, let's talk about the the Dolphins a little bit. I, it's random, but for some reason on this show, a lot of the betters that we have on some of the co-hosts, like Monday, I was doing the show with uh, J Rod, and he's a huge Dolphins fan. He's down in the Miami area, um, so a lot of Dolphins fans come on this show, and there is a common theme. They all think, well, it's only a matter of time. It's going to end poorly. Give us some backstories for people that don't follow the history of the Dolphins. Why do so many Dolphins fans feel this way? That you're riding high early in the season, but once it takes a turn, few bad things happen, injuries, few losses. Like every Dolphins fan I hear from, they're like, oh, uh, this is going to be terrible. It's going to end poorly. Yeah, it's just it's just 35 years of emotional scarring, right? I mean, it's like any other fan base that is, uh, you know, feels that way about their team, but the Dolphins specifically seem to always be on the verge. They always seem to be like a step above mediocre, a good team, but not a great team. And they've definitely had some down years. Don't get me wrong. They had the one in 15 year. Um, and then came back the next year, 11 and five, get just destroyed by the Ravens in the first round of the playoffs that year. But it's, it's really comes down to the rotating quarterbacks, you know, to a, finally looks like a guy if he can stay healthy who can provide number one offense in the league like it's I know right now is not a great time to be up on the Dolphins after last weekend but like they have a quarterback for the first time since Marino and if he could stay healthy like they've got the head coach with the scheme in place um you know Jay Fiedler Ray Lucas uh, Joey Harrington. I mean, these are the names that haunt me from the past, and it's all because they just can't get over the hump in the big moment. They will get, they'll go nine and eight or nine and seven, ten and six, 
And then they've got a big game like last weekend and they'll just get railroaded and you're like, man, they're not even close, you know? Um, so I think it's always, they give you enough hope to want to be delusional and believe that they can compete. And then when they get on the national stage and they have a big game, it's just like an absolute utter massacre. And you're just like, Oh, okay. Did this again. So it's been, it's been 30, 35 years of that. I think that's, that's what it is for me at least. First, congratulations on running laps around your brother, Paul, in the Pick'em contest. I'm curious, before we get to the contest and your strategy, just can you describe your betting style versus Paul's betting style? Yeah, I got to listen to Paul breaks, break down some golf plays yesterday, and oh. uh, that was a lot of fun. So I do it a little less scientific than he does it. Uh, I, I really, for this contest, like last year, I think I came close to the bottom, same same league. So, I mean, yeah. my strategy was I'm not going to do any research. I'm not going to do any kind of <laughs> put any it. kind of effort into this. I am going to pick five teams that I like every week, and I'm going to see what happens. Uh, and, yeah, I just, oh. like, the analytics thing and the, I, like, I am a square better. Like, it's it's so clear. Like, I don't know how to do this. Uh, so, uh, Paul said something over the holidays, like, this has been a square year, and that definitely makes sense, because uh, I'm uh -huh. clinging to first place. I am not. That's our excuse. That's our excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder yeah, Paul um... once said you and me have similar betting styles. I believe he told me that a couple of years ago. I don't know if I said that. Zero research. Paul doesn't have much memory at this age. I know. Like, What's yeah, going on? He doesn't remember anything. It sounds like, like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. But Love you. I am. I am pulling for Dan. I think. I mean, Joe's way out of it. I am pretty much I'm, out of it. I'm, um. You're yeah, so Dan, we, we need you to finish the job this week. Is there anything in particular? We don't want you to give an edge to the competition, uh, but like, is there anything in particular? Like any like week eighteen in general, kind of a tougher week. Like like you said, like backups and um, although there could yeah, be opportunities. As well as we we're talking about, how are you approaching this week? Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. 
That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I mean, it's, it's brutal. I mean, there's between coming off last week where I went one and four, had a chance to really ice it last week and totally... Totally choked. Luckily, the guy who's chasing me a half a point behind me also went one and four. So I held on to the lead. But that with the Dolphins getting destroyed, I was just like, all right, cool. I've got one more week and now I've got the contest and then the Dolphins Bills game. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to be another rough weekend, but uh, I'm not an optimist. I'm like Cougar from the opening scene of Top Gun, the original, you know, just trying to land the plane, man. Just trying to get down on the on the aircraft carrier. But, uh, you know, when it comes to the picks, man, it's like these games stink. Uh, I'm trying to target games that matter. And in that that case, flip a coin, right? Like Houston, Indianapolis. Um, I mean, I'm going to have to pick that game. I'm going to have to at some point just pick who I think is going to win and pick that game because those teams are going to have their starters in the whole game and it's they're going to they're going to be playing to win. So you know, fourth down situations. They're not going to be looking at the scoreboard for anybody else. Um, there's not a whole lot that I like. The only good thing about that for me is that uh, when I went, I went 13 and two from weeks eight to 10 every week, I think I texted Paul and I was like, I hate this card. So I'm just hoping that, <laughs> you know, as much as I hate this, it, the the trend of that turning out well for me in terms of just kind of blindly picking stuff for the contest goes in my favor. Is there one team that you have backed a good bit more that maybe some thought would stink or vice versa, a team you thought would stink and everyone else was high on? So, yeah, it's actually interesting. The Dolphins are the team I bet the most. So I picked them <laughs> uh, 11 times Biggest. and the first six Holy weeks cow. I picked them every week and I went five and one the first six. Jeez. And then from uh, 11 to 16, I picked them Five more times the math works there, and then went two and three. So it was eleven and four or seven and four overall on my eleven picks for the Dolphins. The last four weeks, which will this will surprise nobody, the Atlanta Falcons have killed me. I've picked them mm. each of the last four weeks, gone one and three. Um, and the one team that's good, Baltimore, I picked five times, uh, never picked against, went five and zero. Oh. Uh, they're obviously you know really good ATS and just overall. Uh, the Lions are really good ATS this year, and I did not pick them a single time. So those are kind of some of the trends that I found when I went back and looked yesterday. Um, Philly, being in the Philly area and kind of following the Eagles and uh, you know watching a lot of Eagles games, I only picked them like four times and went two and two, and that was early in the year. Um, I've kind of stayed away from them lately because of their slide. Um, 
but I've been all over the map, man. Like the Patriots, just they like Bill Belichick just continues to haunt me. Like even after his team's <laughs> terrible and eliminated in like week 13, which I thought I'd never see. Like every time I pick the Patriots, they just lay an egg. Um, so they they hurt me. I was like one in four in my five picks that I took them. And then I picked against them twice and lost those. So like games oh, they geez. covered, I picked against them. So like you look at both of those combined, one in seven with the Patriots and like, Man, just can't shake this team. Yeah, so a a half point edge right now, fifty one thirty and four. I mean, in a contest ATS, like a lot of times these numbers are sharp. The books know where it's going to go, so they'll kind of give you a hint on where it's going to go by the time we get to Saturday or Sunday. So, in contest, very tough to do. Sixty two percent outstanding season. I speak for the entire pool of the Chicago media uh, league when I say just don't let the cat bat win. That that that's all anybody wants out of this. I hope you win, but just don't let the cat man win. Uh, one more thing, I, I want to get to this before we run out of time. Uh, what part of your speech at the wedding killed the most? I think it was the, and Paul can back me up on this. I think it was uh, the one lighter when I started uh, about my least favorite thing about Paul, and then I paused. And there's a, a really, uh, really loud reaction to that. So I had a couple good ones in there. It went well overall, <laughs> I think. Uh, but yeah, that when I started saying my least favorite thing about Paul, the whole room just kind of like lost it a little bit. So that was good. That's how you started it? That, so that, that's not how I started the speech, but I kind of did a little intro, um, yeah. made a couple like, you know, welcomes and hey, how you doing? And then it was like the lead into the speech was like my least favorite thing about Paul. And then people laughed. And then it was like, he's a sense of humor elitist, which is absolutely true, by the way. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I, at the very beginning was pretty good, too. Like my mom did a prayer or whatever. And like there was no church ceremony, but we, we grew up like Catholic family. Dan or goes, whatever. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Dan goes, well, thanks, mom, for including like God because Paul didn't want to or something like that. <laughs> that is amazing. That, that is, is amazing. Awesome. Dan Aspen, who has taught Paul everything that he knows. Thank you so much for dropping by. We greatly appreciate it. Come back anytime, Dan. Anytime you want to, you are more than welcome. This is Bank Well Daily, presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go back to the card with the latest line movements for Week 18, right here on the Bank Well Network.